You're listening to the What The Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. Oh my God. I'm not cut out for injuries. I, if you can't tell, I've been crying. I like have a swivel chair and I have um, a keyboard like tray that drops down and they're always getting away in each other's way. Like the um, armrests on my chair are always getting stuck under the keyboard. Like I just hate this desk situation. And I just was like spinning my chair around and my finger got stuck in between the chair arm and the keyboard tray and I don't think anything's ever hurt me so bad in my life I was just sitting on the floor crying for like 10 minutes <laughs> Benny like did not know what was happening he like got in my lap and was like licking me it hurt so bad it sounds like I've been crying for like an hour my fingers all purple and like sore I'm like cool I just cannot imagine like, knock on wood, Lord, please don't ever let anything traumatic happen to me because I will not survive it. Like, I just can't. I don't understand how people deal with so much. Like, I just look at, like, people in my life that have ailments or disease. I just can't. I can't. I don't know how they all do it. I don't know how the people in their lives do it. I just don't. It's, it's, I can't even handle getting my finger trapped, losing a toenail. The sky is falling. I can't do it. There was just someone ringing our doorbell and he knew I was home. I saw that my jeans and this thing came from Target. My jean, my jean shorts came from Abercrombie and this dress and skirt like combo thing that I got from Target came and I went to pick it up and he saw me and he was marking the street outside and I was like, oh, great, because there's like been road work happening all around us. They've been digging up people's yards and we have like a gas line that's right in the front of our yard. So we're like, we'll be damned if our street gets dug up. Anyways, I was wearing like these little ass pair of shorts with like no underwear on and like this little tank top with no bra. And so I picked up my packages and I ran in and he came up after me like, excuse me. I shut the door, pretended like I was not home. The dogs were barking as the doorbell was ringing while I was upstairs try trying on my haul. The jeans are so cute. One of the jeans I sized up. I just went one size up than normal just to see like what would happen if they would look. Because, you know, sometimes you size up with jean shorts, especially with a style like the mom jeans, and they look really bad. So I was like, either these will look like a little baggy and like loose and cute or they'll look terrible. And they actually look super cute. And then the other pair that I got, initially they were like snug when I put them on. On, but I like sat down in them for a second and they look really good all while the doorbell's ringing and the guy's knocking at the door so and then I got a dress and then a two-piece skirt and like crop set from Target that are super cute I'll link all of this on my bio at Megan Rage or at what the Chuck podcast on Instagram um I like <laughs> I had to start recording because I have like a bunch of stuff to do. So I was like, I can't record my radio shows when you can tell that I've been crying, but I can definitely do my podcast. So anyways, I try everything on. Uh, the guy's gone. So I go outside and I look and then I see that he left the door hanger and it's not gas work being done on our street. Thank God it is um, sewer work. They're going to be doing sewer work at some point, I think tomorrow or something. So just letting us know that there's going to be, but they marked like in our front yard. I'm like, what, it, what are you about to be doing? We do have like a sewer drain out in our front yard, but does everyone have that? Oh man. I just feel, I feel like my head's in the clouds right now. Um, we, I like, I'm not in a good headspace all of a sudden. Okay. So 
our concrete is going to get sealed, right? I've been in the backyard just looking things over. The pool looks fine. You can't tell that anything ever happened, but the hot tub is definitely jacked. Like the, the plaster in the hot tub is fucked. And I'm like so annoyed that Brett's being so nice to these people. He's not going to bring it up. Get this. So before they seal it, they have to power wash. Brett's like, I'll power wash for you. I'll do it for you. So Brett went to my dad's to borrow my dad's power washer and is out there power washing. And I'm like, why are we doing work that we paid them to do for them? Oh, I just can't wait to be done with it. Can't wait to put the furniture out. I'm thinking now that we should look for furniture on that auction website. And one of my friends texted me. He was listening to last week's podcast. And he was like, you know, that auction site that you were talking about where you pick up is like right by where you live. And I'm like, what? It's like a 10 minute drive. If that from where I live, like a hop, skip and a jump away. We want to look for a TV. We want to look for a desk. We want to look for furniture. I'm like, that would be awesome if we could find it at this auction. But I've been checking today and it's not open again. So I'm not sure when exactly we can start bidding on things again, but it's not today. Um, okay. So Daisy Jones and the six, you guys know that I've been obsessed. I ordered a shirt from Etsy. Amanda got the same one. We were going to twin it up while we were on vacation. Mine came today, originally open or initially opened it and was like, oh, it smells like mustard. You know how sometimes when you buy like silk screen or like printed screen shirts, they smell bad, smelled bad pulled it out and it is terrible it's not actual actual pictures of the band it's like an x-ray version of them like it does it's so janky like low budget version it's not the same style of the shirt that's advertised on etsy so it's like the short sleeve shirt that has the like seam lower on your shoulder as opposed to right on like your shoulder line you know what i'm talking about and i even emailed this person on Etsy and I said, is the shirt style the same as what's pictured in in this photo in the in the display? And they said, yeah, just order two sizes up from your normal size if you want it to be oversized. But I, I already know how to order an oversized t-shirt. I'm asking is it the same style, which it is not. So they lied. And then it's just like it's not good. It's it's low budget. It looks like it came from Wish. So I immediately submitted for a refund. And I also messaged them since I had already been messaging them and said, what the hell is this? <laughs> It reminds me of um, a long time ago. I'm sure I've told this story a long time ago. I bought this coloring book for like $36 off Instagram and it turned your Instagram photos into a coloring book. And the pictures that I got inside the coloring book were so fucking janky, like the worst. I'll post a picture up at What the Chuck podcast in case you haven't listened to that episode where I talked about that. But I'm like, this T-shirt is giving that. And if they don't refund me, I'm going to be so upset. And then Amanda and I were texting back and forth because I was laughing when I first opened it. And I was like, you have to go look at my Instagram story because I immediately posted it. Um, and then I was like, it's so annoying that they don't have a Daisy Jones and the Six merch shop. And Amanda was like, why didn't we think to look on Amazon since it's on Amazon Prime? It's an Amazon show. I'm like, oh, you are so smart. So I ordered another one from Amazon. We'll see how this one turns out. I don't have high hopes because it's another one where they make it, but there's no faces on this one. It's just graphics. So I'm hoping that they can handle some fucking words. And if not, I'll send it back. I'll get a refund. You get a refund. You get a refund. Everyone gets a refund. Um, Alrighty. What? <laughs> I'm like so lost in the sauce right now. That granola that I've been having in the morning is so good and I'm out of yogurt. This is what always happens. I'll buy hella Greek yogurt and I don't really like Greek yogurt on its own. So I'll go to Costco and it'll be on sale and I'll buy it and I won't eat a single container of it. And then Brett will be annoyed. We'll throw it all to, we'll throw it all away. So when I went to Trader Joe's, I was modest. I was realistic with myself. I was like, am I really going to eat yogurt, Greek yogurt every day that I don't even really particularly like with this granola that I've never even tried. So I only bought three containers. And guess what? 
but I fucking love it. And I ate the third one today and now I don't have any left. So I'm gonna have to go to the store, get some more Greek yogurt. I've been putting the vanilla granola from Trader Joe's and some local honey. And it's good for my allergies. Great for my breakfast. It fills me up till lunchtime. I had like this Asian inspired like chicken salad today from Trader Joe's. That was so fucking good. I've been loving my lunches, having a variety, have different, having different things to look forward to. Um, 10, 10 recommend Trader Joe's lunches for the entire week. It's just like been such a nice change of pace from the eggs or God knows whatever else we normally eat. Last night, we didn't really have anything to watch. So we put on Hello Tomorrow as recommended by a couple different people. No, I hate it. I wasn't even paying attention after like the first 10 minutes because I just could tell that I wasn't going to get into it. We just put two episodes on and I didn't. I just posted. I had so much posting to catch up on that I just like got on social media and did my thing. And then Brett was like, oh, let's go to bed and watch another episode. I was like, how about we watch Ted Lasso and then you can watch this after I fall asleep. He's like, what? You don't like it? And I'm like, no, I freaking can't stand it. So I hope that he's okay with just watching it on his own because this is not a show that I'm going to want to watch. And that's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. But now I'm like, we need a new show. Mayans is getting ready to start. I'm sure there's going to be a Love Island. But right now we're really in a lull. I'm not even super into succession. Like, yeah, the most recent episode was crazy because something major happened but the show in itself is just getting a little like it's just a little bit much for me I just can't find myself drifting and not paying attention speaking of this most recent episode spoilers ahead so fast forward a minute if you don't want to hear I was watching this interview with the actor that plays Logan Roy and he wasn't even supposed to come to set on this day that they were going to be filming his funeral and he decided to come anyways he was wearing all black and he's like it's a good thing that I came because paparazzi were there and they posted that there's a funeral in the show but because I was there they didn't think it's mine they thought it was shit or uh, Tom's and he was like so it's a good job that I ended up showing up which is just so funny I can't believe it all worked out that way so if you have any good show recommendations send them my way it's not like I skip over what we're watching at home I really give you every single fucking detail of my life so you already know what I've watched so hit me with those things that I haven't watched thanks Thursday I just saw the funniest TikTok you know the uh, I'm gonna love you forever and it turns you to an old couple first of all I tried to TikTok. I tried to do that I downloaded the cap cut I don't fucking know what I'm doing I don't know how to find it I don't know how to fucking do it so um this guy posted one of him and his wife and he looks just like older and she turned into like legit a dinosaur and with like hella teeth he must have just done it to her face like a bunch of times and the comment section, oh my God, he was like the, he captioned the video like mama and pow pow. <laughs> they must be from the South. And um, the comments uh, are fucking hilarious. <laughs> like I should post the video at what the, ch- I'm like, I wish I could just like send it to all of you right now so you could watch it and laugh with me. I just sent, sent it to Amanda. I was like the fucking comments. I was just laughing out loud. I've had like a slow brain frog I've had a slow brain frog day because I just got I've been sleeping shitty this week. So uh, I don't think I really filled you in Craig David style about my job. Oh, great. The sounds on. Um, But I I I did tell you that I filled out an application for the position. Um, But my rotation is like for sure about to expire potentially before I even interview. So you guys, I'm going to have to go back to my other job, my other position. Like I'm going to have to go back to the phones and I am just not that girly anymore. I'm a much happier, lighter person. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm scared. Like it makes me want to cry thinking about it. I think I'm scared at like that whole thing. Um, Even though I will be training for a bit, it just like, it's gonna, I'm going to go back like the day after my birthday 
Ew. I, what's up with my birthday being bad luck? I got fired on my birthday from Fuego years ago. Obviously rehired now, but still. Um, I just, I, I was up last night thinking about that. And then I've just like, I realized that if I drink my normal water intake and I also drink an Olipop, I have to pee a million times, like way more than normal. And it, it's been like waking me up in the middle of the night. So like I woke up like three or four times last night and had to go to the bathroom. Then I couldn't fall back asleep. I like didn't pick up my phone. I wasn't scrolling, but I just had a lot on my mind. So, um, yeah, I didn't get a great night's sleep last night. So I just feel like today's been such a slow day. I did wake up this morning and do a Peloton. And then on my lunch break, I was just like a lazy piece of shit and watch TV. I got all my radio shit done because I, again, accidentally did everything a day early. So, I mean, that's good for me as in today I didn't have much to do. But I started watching the um, the Courtney and Travis wedding documentary. I thought it was a series, like a four-part series. No, bitch. They just laid it all out for us. It's just one episode, which is weird because it, it says episode one as if there's going to be more. But it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. So I haven't finished watching it yet. I did see that Chloe post or Chloe Courtney posted that it was never intended to be released on Hulu. Like the Hulu cameras weren't there. This was their own personal videographers and other people that were taking um, videos during the trip and leading up to it. And it was just supposed to be for them, but then they decided to share it. So they did the sit down like interviews, like the talking heads, like they do on the show and then decided they wanted to scrap that because it didn't fit the vibe of the documentary. So they decided, to do something more intimate and so like they're recalling what happened at the wedding in like their bed and someone's filming it it is really cute I feel like I'm watching someone's personal wedding footage like that's what it feels like so no one that's what it feels like no one's mic'd up um yeah it just feels really like just it just feels really nice anyways I haven't finished watching it yet, though. I'm at the wedding. Like, they're getting married as we speak, and it's so extra, but I love it. I'm also like, where's Mason? Because he has not been seen in, like, any of this. So I Googled it, and I guess he's there. <laughs> they said that during the wedding ceremony, you can see in the pictures, he's in, like, a pink suit off to the side. So I've been, like, Hawkeye looking for him. Anyways, let's back up to yesterday. So that that uh, article that's going viral about the alligator, the seven-foot alligator that was found in the Sacramento River is freaking me the fuck out. My friend Katie was thinking that maybe, like, someone had it as a pet. It got too big, so they dumped it in the river. And then um, it was captured and it later died, probably because of the cold... The, the temperature of the river. Anyways, I never realized that I was scared of alligators. I was thinking about it today in the shower. Like just not that I would ever fucking get in the river back in the day. I would. But now, hell no. It's nasty, nasty. Um, But how terrifying. Uh, like I especially wouldn't get in it now. Like how terrifying is that? I could never live in Florida where they're just they could just be creeping up on you out of the water. People found like hole inside of an alligator. Wasn't there just a woman missing and they found her body inside? I just I can't. I've never really thought much about them because I really only see them at the zoo and on TV and in the news in regards to Florida. But now that there's one so close to home, I'm like, I hope that was someone's pet. And that's how it ended up here. I'm like, I, it seems to be making headlines everywhere. So they're like an investigation's underway to find out. I'm like, please let us know the results of that investigation because I need to know. We went on a walk last night, came home, ate our grub box. I brushed my teeth right afterwards because I felt the need to snack. So I was like, if I brush my teeth, I won't. <laughs> and we got on the couch and Brett wanted to watch Hello Tomorrow. And I was like, hell no, I won't go again. 
So I started kind of perusing. Um, we watched the trailer for a few things on Apple that I had never heard of. Apple has so many shows. And then we watched the trailer for The Boys on Prime, which has been recommended so many times, but like Brett wasn't really feeling that. And I wasn't really in the mood for that either. Um, so we just kept watching and watching previews, going on to different streaming services. Netflix was, for whatever reason, my, this is my last resort. <laughs> and uh I saw Beef was number one, and I've been seeing a ton of people um, tweet about that. I'm seeing people post about it. So we started to watch the trailer, and then I was just like, let's just see. Let's just give this a go. So we watched the first episode, and before you know it, we've watched seven fucking episodes. We only have three more to go. I didn't even want to stop it last night because it's such a mystery. Like, what's happening? When you jump from episode six to seven, you don't know. There's like an eight month. That's like eight months later, and you don't know what happened in that period of time, and you're getting like little glimpses of things, but you're like low-key confused. I love shows like that. So tonight, we are going to go for a walk. We are going to get in the hot tub, which I'm so excited about. My lower back this week just is killing me. Same with Brett. So we're going to get in the hot tub tonight, and then we're going to um, watch the last few episodes, potentially watch the new episode of Dave if we have time, because the episodes of Beef are short. They're like 30 minutes, um, which, by the way, I listened to the Caller Daddy episode with Lil Dicky today, and it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Um, I get that you can't like w know everything about every guest that's going to be on the show. And I think maybe I would have been less annoyed if I wouldn't have watched it. But I feel and maybe like, uh, I don't know. I feel like she didn't do any research. Like Dave started to say something about one of his episodes from last season. And she shook her head as if she knew the episode. And he's like, OK, you've seen that episode. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not familiar. And so I just like, I don't know. I, and, and then I also felt like he would say things that went right over her head. And I also understand that sometimes you're in the moment and you might be focusing on your next question or how you can lead into your next question or how you're going to interact with their answer. But I felt like there was a few times where he said something and her response like was almost like she wasn't listening or it went over her head and he had to explain it to her. I don't know. I was expecting more. And it was all stuff that mostly I had heard before. Some of it I hadn't. But um, yeah, I'm curious about the Not Skinny But Not Fat episode from this week, too, with the girl from Parenthood and Duff. I love that movie. I saw the clip where they were talking about Duff, and I'm like, oh, I want to watch that, and I want to listen. But I don't know if I could... I don't know if I could tolerate two mediocre podcasts in one day. Not that Caller Daddy's mediocre, just sometimes. She's just very, everything she says is the same. Like, she's like, oh, I respect you for that. I, re I really respect that. Like, she just needs to, sometimes she says things that are, like, deeper but for the most part we always get the same shit like she has the tell us about that take us there so let's start from the beginning like I can read her like a book and I didn't listen to her prior to 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 this like the caller daddy where it was her and the girl and I don't really listen to any of the solo episodes so maybe I'd feel differently if I listened to those but like I don't know I just get so um I just get so sick of the shit I just get sick of shit that I'm listening to like I got sick of bitch bible I got sick of like her whole vibe and the way she was so negative and now I like kind of like her again I like her more on social media I don't really listen to her podcast I got like that with call her daddy I go through phases with smartless so shout out to everyone that rocks with me every week and that is uh powering through even though though you may be sick of me singing the same songs or repeating myself or talking about my dog shitting on the concrete and what, what consistency it is you're the real MVP because I don't know if I would still be here, being honest. 
Sometimes I listen to my episodes and I'm like, well, and sometimes I listen and I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. The I already told you that the one like last week or whatever, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a great one that I listened to. And I was like, what the fuck? All I did was talk about diarrhea. So nice. Last night we were walking, watching and watching TV in bed, too. I was like rubbing my eyes. They feel really dry. Normally I don't feel this dry and I must have rubbed too hard. And at first I thought like something was in my eye and then I thought I had like a bump underneath and I've never had a sty knock on wood. So I was like, oh my God, is this a sty? I woke up this morning and it still hella hurts. I think I just rubbed my eye while it was dry. I thought <laughs> I sound like I'm rhyming right now. Uh, and um, it just hella hurts. Like it hurts to blink. It hurts just to uh, everything hurts right now. Zero ten recommend. Um, Lola does not like it when Brett takes her like uh, he I think she's just like scared. I, like she like loves him. She like lays on him and stuff. But he moves too quick for her. Maybe. I don't know. Like she gets excited when he comes home. But like she knows that Brett is the one that puts on her harness to go for walks. So just now he was going to take them out to go to the bathroom before he starts pressure washing the backyard because the concrete's getting sealed tomorrow. I know I've already told you that, but just a reminder. <laughs> and so um, she came in here to hide because she thought that he was going to put her harness on. Really, he was just taking them out to the bathroom. She came in here and got under my feet. And so I picked her up and she wraps her her arms around my neck. And then Brett tried to take her from me. And she like held on as if she I was holding her like a child. She had her arms wrapped around my neck and would not let go. And I was like, this is fucking adorable. The cutest thing ever. Oh, my God. My ovaries <laughs> for a dog. I'm like, suddenly I want to have kids in these moments where my dog is hugging my neck and doesn't want to go to her father. Friday. I woke up early because there was no way I was going to see spoilers for the Love is Blind finale. So when Lola woke me up to go to the bathroom, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it on right now because I'm dying to see what happens from the previews. It looked like it was going to be extremely explosive um, and it was very anticlimactic. Let me just preface what I'm about to say with that. Before we get into it, um, one of my friends, I think, is just catching up on my episode from last week. And so she circled back to look at my post and she messaged me and was like, you mean to tell me this is the girl that Bartiz had a baby with? And I was like, yes, it's giving chasing polygamy. And I've never laughed so hard at my own joke because she legit looks like she is in a Mormon cult. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm dying. (laughs) Tell me that she doesn't look like she is straight up from the Amish country. That's no offense. It's just what she looks like. Okay. Let's get right into the finale. I'm going to go um, chronological. I'm going to go how it appeared to us. So we left off last episode with Chelsea and Kwame at the altar. And <clears throat> um, I was really expecting, by the way, spoiler. So if you haven't watched yet, that's your own damn fault. I'm going to be talking about it for like the next 15 minutes. It's early on Friday, so nothing else has happened in my day. This is the only thing that I'm going to talk about besides uh, beef. I'm going to tell you what what's going on with beef because we finished it last night. So um, we leave off with Chelsea and Kwame. The episode starts with them. They're at the altar. She's already said yes. It's Kwame's turn to answer. Obviously, they do a long dramatic pause. But in the end, he fucking says yes. And part of me knew that he was going to say yes because they always start out, mo- at least most of the time, with a couple that ends up together, right? Like historically, that's pretty much how it's gone. So he says, yes, everyone's cheering. They go do their one-on-one interview, which again, I've already said, beautiful background. The mountains, the weather, just everything is just so pretty. Concrete people are here. So Lola's barking in the background. My apologies. Um, 
And so immediately he already looks annoyed. Like he doesn't look blissful. He doesn't look happy that he just got married. Uh, Chelsea's doing the whole, when I say married, you say us married us. She doesn't do that, but she's like, I'm a wife and you're a, like, she's just, uh, she's talking to him. Like he's in a preschool class and he looks annoyed. And I'm, I'm like, what are you thinking right now? Are you thinking like, what the fuck did I do? And I hate to say, uh, he gives me like there's no way they're going to be together, right? Like he he low key gives me SK vibes just because he seems like the type that's trying to get fame so that he could find someone better and let me upgrade ya. Like he already liked Micah, that was known. So like what's going to happen during the reunion? Like have they talked since the finale? Like what's going on with them? It just makes me feel like Chelsea is just like forcing it on him. I've always felt that way. He looks miserable. He's he's like he's looking at the camera like stuck inside his own body like someone help me. But he had the opportunity right there to get out and he chose not to. So I don't know what I guess they're actually in love. I'm like trying to find a reason. I'm like, what could it be? It can't be for fame because he was already going to be famous. Would he be perceived as like a bad guy if he said no? I don't think so. Chelsea started out as like a favorite, but I don't necessarily think she ended um, a favorite. So that's the end of that. Uh, we don't see them until later on in the episode. Then we go to Micah and Paul. And poor Micah, girl, just give your hair a break. Like, it is, you are me three years ago with those extensions. You can see the line in the back of her head where her real hair is, and it is fucking short. It looks like she would have a bowl cut if she didn't have those extensions. And another dead giveaway is that she always keeps it over her shoulder, which is totally something I used to do. And she always plays with the bottom of it because that's like the fake part. So we cut to both of them getting ready. Um, Paul, when he gets out of the limo, like he has just like this different swag about him. In the month that him and Micah were together, she definitely transformed him. You can transform his looks, but you can't transform his personality. Not that there's anything wrong with his personality, but they were just so different. And it was obvious that she's the type of girl that goes out and gets drunk and then gets like embarrassing or gets like mean. We all know that person. I definitely know a couple of those. I used to be one of those. Um, and I just don't think that that was something that he would stand for. So Mike is getting ready. Her bitchy ass blonde friend is just like has this smug look on her face the whole time. Someone posted that she looks like one of the ugly stepsisters from Cinderella. And it's so fucking true. Like maybe she would be cute if her personality wasn't so ugly. But everything about her just makes her atrocious. So she's getting ready. They're doing the whole thing. Um, Paul's getting ready. They're each talking to their parents. And it seems like everyone's super supportive. I have to say I did fast forward through this part a little bit because it was just like I do. all this stuff them talking to families it's so misleading like I just want to get to the good stuff so I fast forwarded the part where Paul was talking to his mom because I just don't really care it was interesting interesting to see him talk to his dad and his stepmom and then I feel like Micah's mom had like a lot of really positive things to say like I was like girl are you a therapist because I, I, everything she was saying was like I felt it like you, whether you're apprehensive in the moment or super over the moon happy, you just don't know what's going to happen in life. Like you could be head over heels in love with someone when you get married and still end up divorced. So 
because of the the process like the doubts were inevitable I think probably for all of them because they're all strangers but I just feel like her mom had a lot of like positive things to say that would really sway Micah to say yes so we get to the altar they all have really nice things to say about each other Micah's like her speech is actually really nice and so is Paul's and so they give it to Micah first to make the decision and she was like I forget her exact words but she basically turns it over to Paul she's like I'm gonna give you the respect to go first which I felt was kind of manipulative we saw a lot of this in the pods right she would say one thing to someone to get them to say something and then say the same thing to someone else and then figure out whose response was better and go with that person like I'm really curious I hope that they talk about this in the reunion what each of the couples have to say about what after watching their interactions with other people especially Paul with Micah the good thing is Paul really knew that she was conflicted so I don't think he'll be too surprised but she was very manipulative in there at least I I feel and I think that that was a manipulative thing manipulative thing to do at the altar as well like they gave you were the one that was supposed to go first I think that she wanted to know what he he was going to say to try to save face which is just a baby back fucking bitch thing to do so Paul starts getting into his little speech he looks very nervous he ends up saying that it's just not the right time and that he's not ready and so Micah starts to say something and then she just runs off and Paul tries to follow her and she's like I don't want to talk to you right now and then they end up embracing of course we shoot to the bitchy friend who's like I'm I'm relieved right now and Micah had posted a picture that I happened to see um First thing in the morning, she'd post it in the middle of the night. And I'm like, there there should be a timeline where they're allowed to post because who really stayed up till midnight last night and watched it? Like, I'm sure there are some people that did, but uh, she posted like, I've always been fine by myself and I still will be with just a picture of herself. So before I even got to their part, I kind of had a feeling that this is what was going to happen. But everyone in the comments was like, you need to get better friends, like people that were your friends that were laughing over your heartache. Like, those aren't the ones. And I couldn't agree more. So her friends and family end up coming in and like hugging her or whatever. And then Paul says that he's still not sure if he made the right decision, like when he's talking to his people and it basically ends. So that's the end of that. It was even that was not that dramatic. So even though I did think Paul seemed low key obsessed with Micah, I just think that he's smart and he knew I, I think if he was dumb, like if Paul was giving Zach vibes, he probably would have said yes. But Paul's intelligent, and I think that it really was a battle, like his dad said, between his heart and his head. So then we move on to Brett and Tiffany, and I was very curious to see what happened here because in the preview, this seemed to be the focal point. It was Brett saying, out of all days, this isn't the day for this to happen. And so you're like, oh, fuck what happens on their wedding day. So I made sure not to fast forward any of these parts because I'm like, something must happen. She must say something. She might call him. She might text him. She might deliver a message. Is it in the gift that she gives him? Like something must happen. So I'm watching and Brett is just being the diva that he is. His pants don't fit. He's like, this is my wedding day. I want everything to be. And, you know, that comes with the industry that he's in in his profession or whatever. But he straight up takes his pants to the tailor and has them tailored. He is down to 30 minutes before the wedding. And that wedding looked like it was out in the middle of nowhere. So like. I don't know if that I'm, you know, production might have made it seem like it was 30 minutes, like we were down to the wire when it really wasn't. But 
he gets his pants fixed and he goes back. And when he goes back, that's when he says that this is my, well, this isn't how it's supposed to be or whatever. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It was at that moment that I realized the rest of this episode was going to end up in marriages and people saying yes, because why would they use that as the tease if there was more explosive things to come? So that was a dead giveaway. I knew right then and there. I'm like, okay, well, this is a wrap. Everyone else is going to say yes. So Brett and Tiffany, they both say yes. They both have nice things to say about each other. I love Brett's dad. He was like, do you need my crying towel handkerchief? And Brett was like, no, they both were so emotional. They both had such nice things to say about each other. And then afterwards, Tiffany was like, let's go to the bridal suite and get it on really quick, which I thought was just like, they're just so fucking cute. I love them so much. I do think that Brett is a little more high maintenance and I'm curious to see how that goes like later on in their relationship because I just feel like a pretty man can sometimes cause problems when they're not with like a girl that is as held up by appearances you know what I mean she seems more chilled so like how's that gonna like right now I'm sure she's probably still trying a lot because it's fresh but I mean look at me I'm a prime example I walk around this house looking like Miss Trenchable from fucking Matilda I never presented myself though like I was gonna be looking fly as fuck all the time and not that Tiffany really has either but I just feel like my bread is the type that doesn't really care I mean I'm sure he does I'm sure he's like man could you do your hair at least once a week but this Brett seems like the type that's really gonna be held up on things like that so I'm curious to see how it's going and how um they've kind of grown together since the weddings I also like how long ago were the weddings like how long has the gap been since the weddings are we going to hear that in the live reunion I sure fucking hope so so the last couple that we're going to see getting married is Bliss and Zach. Again, I didn't really. Oh, I also thought that it was so cute that Marshall was at Brett's wedding. I, I, I felt like they kept sh- p- pointing the camera at him and, and like were expecting him to be more sad. And he just looked like he was paying attention. I guess that could be perceived as sad, but I, I don't really think at this point he gave a fuck. I'm sure he was probably thinking like, damn, this could have been me, too. Um, not that either of them should have said yes at the altar if they did make it to that point. So anyways, Zach and Bliss, we move on to them. They're getting ready. Nothing really to write home about They're, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they're going to get together. I mean, Zach wasn't with her and then he ended up choosing her. She went back to him, even though he chose someone else. Like if they said no at the altar, that would be extremely shocking. But you just never know with this show. And they were saving them for last. So it made me think like maybe something could happen. Once again, we're sitting with the families and Zach proceeds to tell the I hope you dance story. They show the the clip from when they were in the pods and they both discovered where he calls her Liam Wombat. No fool. And so he just talks about how he feels like that's her that's his soulmate because of that. And I'm just like, I fucking can't. If I have to hear about I hope you dance one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. Oh, time out. I keep going back to to um, Brett and Tiffany. Did anyone notice that Tiffany did not end up choosing the dress that she initially tried on? She chose a more simple dress. She originally at the dress try on was like, I'm going to pick one that has a lot of detail because of Brett. And then she ended up going with something super simple that I actually really liked. Okay. So they talk about the owls. They talk about um, the love or the I hope you dance. I did think the part where he talked about him being an owl was funny because he was like, everyone's always always said that I'm I'm like an owl because I'm not like other birds. And it's like, even though he's weird, he is obviously intelligent. And I think he's very aware of how weird he is, which I don't want to say is endearing because there's no part of me. I dry my body dries up when I look at that fool, like nothing about him gets me going. (laughs) He is 
his personality, his looks, none of it. Especially now, have you seen him now? His hair's like grown out. He he looks like a fucking wizard. He's got a beard. I I can't. So <clears throat> um, him saying that like everyone says that he's not like any other bird, that actually made me go, ha! And so they get to the ceremony. He's doing that weird thing. It always looks like his like his lips are pursed and he's like trying to swallow. Like he just looks like he's in pain. Legit looks like Edward Cullen 99% of the time. So they give their little speeches, which I got to be honest, wasn't really paying much attention. And then they both ended up saying yes. And everyone was so excited. I will say that before Bliss was walked down the aisle from both her mom and her dad, her dad was like being kind of negative, And her mom was like, I'm right here with you. Like just on it was like good angel, bad. It was a like good angel devil on her shoulder. And you could tell that her mom and her dad don't really get along. Because he was just spitting all this stuff in her ear. And her mom was just like, pay attention to me. I've got your back. I'm here with you. And I could see her like rolling her eyes and stuff a bit. Can we have Bliss's dad on the reunion? Because I want to hear what he has to say. So they're done. We do a little interview with them and then we get to see the receptions. Well, first we see Micah and Paul leaving in their respective Rolls Royces. I'm like, damn, you guys are both going to be sad when that Netflix money is gone. You guys said we should have said yes to the marriage and then got a divorce. You could have gone on a free vacation. You got to get probably got to keep the rings like in Bachelor. You have to stay together for like six months or something after your marriage in order to keep the rings. Like I would just do it just for that. You know how much those rings are probably worth. Anyways, I actually would not do it just for that, but. (laughs) I always tell Brett like I love my wedding ring I'm always like if we ever get a divorce like I will still wear this don't ask for it back because I won't give it back um and then we go into the receptions and of course cue it up I hope you still feel strong when we said I love you I hope we want to close it and it's not just for Bliss and Zach. No, it's for all the... Co- I didn't mean that you give faith the fighting chance. And when you get the time to sit it out on dance. Everyone with me. I hope you dance. <laughs> I fucking can't. First of all, Netflix always has like <clears throat> bottom of the barrel, like not real songs. Just like soundtracks probably from like an orchestra or like a score that or production or whatever that they've done on their own. Like it's never real song. So I'm like, how much did they have to pay to include this song? Of course they had to. Of course they had to. But the whole time I was just rolling my eyes. So now we're watching all of them dance to this song. We're watching all of them kiss to this song. We're watching all of them cut into their cakes to this song. And then that's it. Um, Chelsea and Kwame come out like, you know, to the to to the reception and she's wearing a pink fucking puffy. Of course she is. She's wearing a pink puffy jacket over her dress. I cannot with her. She is like a 13 year old stuck in a 30 something year old's body. I just actually know she's stuck in a 13 year old's body because she's very little. Um, I I just I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I am fully expecting us to show up to this live reunion, which Brett better fucking let me watch on Sunday night. Otherwise, I'm going to be fired the fuck up. Um, I'm expecting all of them to come out. And I'm expecting Chelsea to like, I don't know, be holding Kwame's hand the whole time. Probably like lick lick her finger and wipe something off of his face. She's just so intense. I'm expecting Brett and uh, Tiffany to be fine. I'm expecting Bliss and Zach to maybe not be together anymore. I don't know. I feel like there's something weird there. Like, Bl- like who? Sh- there's no way Bliss let him grow his hair out the way it is right now. I am expecting... 
Micah, I don't, I don't fucking know what I'm expecting. It's a, it, it, it could be explosive or it could not be. Here's what leads because Netflix is always leaving us clues, just like I said with the preview and the Brett thing, and then that being over a pants that were too baggy. I feel like Netflix knows what's happened in between. Who's broken up? Who's still together? Who's maybe flip flop? Like maybe Kwame's with Micah. Um, and that's why I think they're choosing to do a live reunion because they know it's going to be crazy, especially with Jackie there. I hope they're going to have security because she 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 seems like the type that would fucking throw hands. I feel like they're doing this, it this way because they know it's going to be wild. Fingers crossed, because I feel like this was one of the best seasons in a long time. Like I, this morning when I was watching it, I feel like I was just seeing so many tweets and so many people watch, saying that they woke up early to watch it. I'm like, I feel like we as a nation have come together for this fucking season. No, but honestly, I'm seeing everyone post about it. Everyone talk about it. I feel like we're invested. Brett, the other night on the walk, was like, I'm so mad that you're watching that without me. I just feel like everyone is so into it. And it's been such a good season. And the finale, I'm, I, obviously, it's not scripted, right? So Netflix can't control if it's been such a good a season. And then it ends, you know, kind of anticlimactic like it did. But I also have to say, like, it, it the success rate is good. So I guess there's something to the show, at least at the end of where we left off. Who knows where we're going to be? But I just feel like, oh, God, it was such a good season. And I hope that it ends with a crazy ass reunion. And I feel as these words are coming out of my mouth, I feel low key bad because th this is their real life. And I'm like, yeah, the ending kind of sucked. Everyone ended up happy <laughs> besides Micah and Paul. But honestly, I think Micah dodged a bullet there because even though she might have grown to really like Paul, maybe even love him and got comfortable around him, there is no way that they were going to laugh because they're last because they're completely different people. And she could have tried to change him. But we all know how it turns out when you try to change someone. Eventually, that project comes to an end and you're bored. So I just I, I think that was the right thing. I just hate that she pawned off what she pawned. She pawned it off on Paul. She made him go first. I do. I think she would have said yes. I, I honestly don't know, but it would have looked 10 times worse if she would have said yes. And then he would have said no. And I think that's what she was honestly trying to avoid. So we'll see how it ends. I'll have another recap. I probably won't record late on Sunday, but I'll have a recap for you on Monday unless it's really good. But I have a feeling I'm going to have to I'm, I have a feeling I'm not going to watch it live. I'm going to have to wait which I hope it's the same. They wouldn't edit anything, right? No, there's no way. All righty. Lastly, we finished Beef last night, and it is so good. It, it's one of those shows where there's no way you can predict how it ends. You can. I predicted that something was going to happen, but not the way that it did. But the last three episodes are so weird. Like, it really takes you on a journey. And also just like the titles of the episode are so interesting. Like, I'm always like, man, I want to remember the title of this episode and try to pick out why they named it this. But the names, the titles are so weird that I can never remember. And then I never remember to try to figure it out in the first place. But it ends in a way where I was like, I knew that had to happen. I just didn't know how we were going to get there. And the way that we got there is so crazy. There were a couple parts that I was like, OK, so far this has been like, like a little far-fetched, but not like too far-fetched. There were some things that happened and I was like, damn, okay, they're they're really pushing the envelope or the limits with this. But it's so good. Um it I was like invested. I didn't I was not on my if I'm watching a show and I'm not on my phone, that's really saying a lot. I must really like it. And I was not on my phone during these last three episodes, pretty much during the ho whole show. I, I would say that you get hooked right off the bat because this show is based 
off of the first like five to 10 minutes of the show. So what happens in the beginning of the show is what the entire show is. uh, Sorry. What happens in the first five to 10 minutes of the first episode is what the entire show is based off of. So it's important that you pay attention from the jump. Like Brett wasn't paying attention from the jump. And later he was like, wait, what does that have to do with that? And I was like, you were on your phone. You always think that it's going to open up just like boring and backstory. No, this is it opens with what the subject matter. So if you're going to watch it, just go into it knowing that you need to pay attention from the fucking jump. Saturday. Look, I got to be quick because Brett just stepped out and the Kings are playing and like my brother and Lolly are about to come over. But Brett wanted to wire electrical to the new gazebo, right? He's been talking about it all week. He was going back and forth between just doing it himself and hiring this electrician that we used before. He was like, oh, it's going to be dead easy. I just got to get this, this, and this, and I'll wire it in. So his plan today was to wire everything and then to put all the furniture outside. So he woke up at like I when I rolled over at like 4 a.m., he was up Googling stuff about electric work, which he has like wired stuff before, but I wouldn't say he's an expert. And one of my biggest fears is like a fire. So I keep saying, like, is it safe? Are you sure that you know how to do it? I'm giving you the very cliff notes version because like he can't come home and hear this, even though he's gonna hear this podcast. So he's like, Yeah, it'll be dead easy. I decided that I'm gonna do it. He woke up super early, took Benny for a walk, went to Home Depot. I left. I went and met Violetta and Kristen. I met the girls that I hang out with at Greenhouse cafe in Citrus Heights. Everyone's asking me about this bagel with locks that I posted because it looks phenomenal. And trust me, it was it came with a little side salad and a little potato action. So good. And I got a, a latte. Um, it's in the same parking lot as Gold's Gym. If you've ever been out that way, I definitely recommend making the trip if you haven't. So I'm gone. I go to Target. Like same thing with the gazebo. I don't need to be here for this. So I leave and I come back and he's out there and he's every time I've talked to him throughout the day. Oh, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. Everything's a nightmare. That's like his favorite thing to say besides it's ruined. So he's just like, it's a nightmare. And I'm just ignoring it because I really don't, I really just don't, I don't, I don't know. Like how valuable is your time at this point? You know, like you could have paid someone to do it for you and she probably could have done it in a fucking jiffy. But instead you've been at it all day. I took Benny for a walk. I did my show prep. I've been watching the game. He just comes inside and I'm like, cool. Is it done? Like, are you just going to put put out all the furniture tomorrow? He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to, but no, it doesn't it's not working. So he spent all day doing the electrical that he said was going to be, quote, dead easy out there all day since I'm not kidding, like 9 a.m. And it is 623 p.m. And it does. And I've had to hear him say this is a nightmare about 85 million times and it does not work. And so now I'm like, was it safe? Like, are what do you mean it doesn't work? Like, is there a danger? And then like, are you also going to spend all day tomorrow trying to figure it out? Because we all remember what happened with the light on the side of the house. He tried to do it, couldn't figure it out. My he had my dad come over. They spent all day. And then finally they called this electrician who's a woman, by the way, girl power. And so I'm like, how valuable is your time? Are you going to waste an entire day tomorrow too? trying to get the electrical working. And now I'm like really concerned. Is it safe? He has all this shit wired everywhere. He's got plugs. He's got sockets. Conduit. I don't even know what conduit is. I've just heard him say it a million times. It's dead easy. Is it? Is it? Okay. More on this tomorrow. I got to go. Monday. I feel so sleepy today. Like for sure got a case of the Mondays. And I got like a good amount of sleep last night too. Um, so the last time I talked to you, I was like rush talking to you on Saturday while Brett popped out to Home Depot. Um, and he had wired something wrong. The electrical wasn't working. He was like, I know, I know what's happening. My brother in law ended up coming over and he was like, doesn't it look cool? I was like, it would look a lot cooler if it fucking worked. (laughs) 
<laughs> my brother was like, be nice. Um, so they came over. We just had to, to like solidify some more stuff about our trip. Lolly made enchiladas. They were so freaking good. We watched the Kings game, which was such an exciting game to watch. We tried to watch Coachella, but I don't dare tweet this because Blackpink's fan base like loves me. They're constantly tweeting at me, but they are not it. We watched their set. It was so bad. Only some of them can sing. It was just, it was so boring. We tried to switch back and forth between like different stages. We watched the Kid Leroy for a little bit, but it was just like nothing compared to last year. Last year was so fun. So yeah, went to bed on Saturday night, woke up Sunday. Brett went and got us 18 grams, of course. And then we went for a walk and then we went to Trader Joe's and then I came home and recorded all my stuff and it was time to go shopping with my sister-in-law and her sister and my nephew. And so um, they came and picked me up at like noon, right around noon. We went First to Nordstrom Rack, I completely struck out there. Couldn't find anything. Brett gave me money to go shopping for my birthday. And he also told me to get him. He wanted two new Raiders hats, a new pair of shoes to walk Benny. He goes through shoes like it's nobody's business. I'm like, if you just bought a nice pair of shoes, you wouldn't go through them so quickly. But he also does walk like six miles a day. So he wanted some shorts and some shoes. So I went to Nordstrom Rack, found nothing for myself, tried on a bunch of stuff, found nothing for myself, found three pairs of shorts for Brett and a pair of shoes. And I was like, he said buy two. Two pairs of shorts but I figure three if in case he doesn't like one or one doesn't fit and then after Nordstrom Rack we wanted to go to some boutiques um, and really the only one that I could think of off the top of my head was identity so we went to the downtown plaza or doco excuse me not the downtown plaza we went to identity shopped a little bit there found a couple cute things and then we decided to go to lunch we were th- Thought we were talking about going to lunch first, but I had said to Lolly the night before, I was like, are you sure we want to go to lunch first? Because we're going to go try a bunch of stuff on. That seems like a bad idea. So we hadn't really gotten to the bulk of the shopping yet, but we were all hungry. So we went to McCoonies in Roseville and ate so much food. And I was literally in a food coma after that. And at this point, I had bought two shirts and a couple bandanas. And that was it. Because I told you I want to be silk bandana girl on this trip. Very J-Lo. <laughs> um, and so I was like, great. I'm really not going to want to try anything on. So we get into Nordstrom. I get a whole rack of stuff. And I hate all of it besides a swimsuit cover up. And then we were just about to go like outside of Nordstrom and walk around the mall. We were kind of rushed at this point because we had really bad service at McCoonies. And it was like two hours until the mall closed. Maybe even a little less. So we were about to go to the bathroom before we walked out of Nordstrom and I saw this shirt hanging by itself and I like went up to it and it was a small. So I was like, oh, that's not my size. And this girl comes out of the bathroom. I was like, oh, that's mine. I was like, oh, no, I was just looking at it. So cute. Where did you get it? So she points to the back of the store and I was like, "Okay, cool. So I go to the bathroom. I go try to find it. I try it on. It's the cutest shirt ever. It's free people. And so I got two (laughs) in two different colors because I am so that person when I find something I like, I'll buy it in multiple colors. The, The thing is, it was they were. $68 a piece. So there goes, you know, a lot of money just in one freaking sitting. I found these like cute crop t-shirts. So a crop t-shirt is going to be my summer aesthetic. I can already tell. I bought three of them yesterday. Um, Just like, you know, graphic tees that are cropped with like a drop hem on the sleeve, like a longer sleeve. 
I think that's my vibe. I don't like regular t-shirt sleeves. They have to have that like dropped seam. I don't really know what that style of t-shirt is called, but I got a few of those. And then we went to, I don't know, we went a bunch of different places. We kind of divided and conquered at one point because we realized that we were not going to have enough time to go all the places that we wanted to. So I had to return to Abercrombie. I returned a pair of shorts and got two shirts from there. Cro- I got a crocheted shirt and then like a puffy sleeve shirt. Crochet is in this summer. Let me tell you, that's all I was seeing. And then we went to American Eagle. Last summer, I got all these like tank tops from American Eagle and they were basically my staple all summer. Again, same style t-shirt. I got it in multiple colors. This year, they had this cute wrapped braided crop tank top and it, oh, adorable. So I got it in three different colors and I retired all the t- all the tank tops from last summer to my bedtime drawer. Um, and let's see, after that, I don't really think we went any place else. Like we did not get to explore the gallery at all because at this point we were whooped. We were, we had a almost two year old with us. All of us were just like, even though he was so good, I'm not kidding. Sometimes I forgot he was there because he's so good. Like he doesn't scream. He doesn't cry. He listens. Um, yeah, it was a very smooth day, which was not what I was expecting. So it was just great, but we just felt exhausted. I'm not kidding. When I came home, I felt like I had been at Disney for the day. So I uh, folded some things up that I didn't want anymore and made room in my closet for all the new stuff. My summer wardrobe is ready. I have to the two pairs of shorts that I ordered coming this week. And that's it. I'm not, I'm going to stay off the apps. I'm not looking, I'm not shopping. I don't need dresses. I don't need shirts. I don't need shorts. My goal was to go get a bunch of shirts and that mission was accomplished. So I get home and Brett's been out at outside all day working on the fan. And all I've heard every time I've talked to him is it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. When he said that all this was going to be easy. So like, I have no sympathy, you know, because you could have hired someone to do it. You chose to waste your entire weekend. He had to go to multiple, multiple trips to Home Depot. I come home and he's so excited to show me the fan. He got a fan for the gazebo, turns on, the lights on, it spins. And I'm just like, okay, I'm so tired. We ended up watching Succession. And then we went to bed and I really wanted to watch the Love is Blind reunion, even though I had seen that it wasn't working for everyone. I I was driving home or I was Lolly was driving home from shopping, but I got a text from Violetta that was like, oh, my God. And I thought something was crazy was happening on the reunion. She was like, are you watching? And I was like, no, she was like, it won't it won't start. It like plays for three seconds and then it stops. And so then I start seeing that, like, it's basically not working for everyone, but it was working from for some people, like some people were able to see it and I'm not sure how. So I thought that it was going to be available at some point last night because when you think like technical difficulties you think okay there's gonna be like an hour delay bitch no we got in bed and Brett was like let's watch a Marvel movie I was like a Marvel movie there's no way you're gonna fall asleep I'm gonna fall asleep and I was right we didn't make it 20 minutes in before we were both asleep I woke up because the TV was super loud and turned it off so I woke up this morning and checked Netflix and it was like it'll be available at noon of course all these other companies are like roasting Netflix for such an epic fail I mean it's only the second time they were trying to do something live and I, I don't know what happened I haven't read any like backstory on what the issue was but of course it became available today at noon and so I did watch it on my lunch break and honestly it's just kind of a letdown like nothing super exciting I'm gonna dig into it a little bit here not that I can really spoil anything to you because or spoil anything for you because we didn't find out any new information like at all really um let me just pull up the notes that I took because I was taking notes as I was watching and I'm honestly not done watching. I'm to the point at the end where all the happy couples are giving a house tour or a tour of their apartments or whatever. So um, first of all, 
Tiffany did they 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 talked about Tiffany and Brett first Tiffany did not look happy about the falling asleep thing like when they were making fun of that her face didn't seem amused like she was smiling but you can tell when someone's like annoyed by something and part of me feels like all of these people because this was brought up multiple times this all happened a year ago all these people are so far past it and don't want to hash it out or relive it or maybe this is something they've been arguing about this whole time and so like having to rehash it like live on a stage in front of everyone is probably not ideal um chelsea saying we we connected about calvin klein's in the calvin klein in the pods like what what is with this cast connecting about the most random things we both like owls we both like this song i hope you dance oh we connected about calvin klein what that's what it's a fucking brand she said that she had shopped for that underwear with her mom before she even went into the pods Stop it. Um, Micah's spray tan was like 80 million shades too dark. Like, girl, relax. She finally got her hair toned to like a good color. But that spray tan was something else. And Kwame was really backing his feelings for Chelsea. We also have the post that he put up like over the weekend of him like standing behind their relationship. And he really had a lot to say about like the whole Micah thing and how he was feeling and just like owning up to the things that he did wrong. And I really feel like him and Chelsea are solid. Even uh, Chelsea said that his, that she met Kwame's mom and that's all good. She was welcomed with open arms and they also put to bed the rumors that the person that was or Kwame's sister on the show wasn't a paid actress like it actually was his sister um Kwame said that they towards the end of him and Micah's relationship they were cutting their dates short because they knew that it was coming to an end which makes zero sense like that's just some spewing bullshit because he ended up proposing so if their dates were being cut short yet he still proposed like there's something going on there I just I don't get that at all um, I love that we had to br- listen to I Hope You Dance again while reflecting on the weddings. And then Zach tried to rationalize the lyrics. He was like, uh, bliss was my mountain, my mountains in the distance. And I was just scared to propose to her and then it not work out again. Just rationalizing the decision that you made and tried to make it OK when flat out you just picked another girl and it didn't work out and you defaulted to what was your second choice that ended up being the better choice. Like that's an OK answer. Answer. But then Zach, like, I don't know. I felt Zach was really, really well spoken during the reunion. He wasn't as awkward as he normally was. And he talks about the receipts from Irina because him and Irina have this whole discussion and he talks about the receipts. And so I, he's like, I posted all the receipts to my Instagram. So I go to his Instagram and he basically gives us like a deep dive into his mom and the relationship that was discussed so much in the pods. But really, all we heard was that she was a stripper and that she was an addict. And this was like more of a story. And I kind of felt bad now for making fun of I Hope You Dance because the story actually made me tear up. Um, I just felt like he was less awkward. He was more well-spoken. He was, uh, I don't know. He, there, he just seemed a little, a little bit different. Um, they really outed Micah and Irina as being the mean girls. Like they did not hold back at all. And when Irina came out, she like, she, she was like, I just need a minute. Like didn't even take a beat and fake cry. They basically played the clip and they were like, welcome Irina to the stage. People booed. And she immediately starts to fake cry and then goes, I need a minute. Like seconds after being introduced, it just seemed super fake. And then also she was fake crying while she was smiling. And I get it. Sometimes when I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I smile when it's not appropriate. But this just seemed it just seemed very rehearsed. I felt like she was reading off of cue cards like she kept looking at 
where the ca- I don't know. She knew that. I mean, like, how do you know which camera is? It, I, I I don't know. I don't know how it works. I've never been on a reality show, but it seemed like she was reading and she also kept saying I do want to say and then she was just super long-winded she kept picking parts um, from the apology that she already issued on social media it seems like her and Bliss have made peace Zach basically said that like nobody on the stage is perfect that no one deserves to be bullied but that he does think that Irina was there just to be like famous or to be on reality TV but like that backfired because you were on reality TV and you're ugly on the inside which makes you ugly on the outside so I highly doubt any guy is in her DMs or like she's getting brand deals like from who no one wants a part of that. I mean, over time, people will will forget. And then if her following continues to grow, then maybe, but not right out the gates. That's for sure. And then I didn't believe Micah's tears either. They didn't really have her comment on the Mean Girl stuff, which I thought was weird because in the clips that they played, she was included in that. But then she wasn't a part of the explanation. Like it was just it just fell on Irina. But they did have Micah talk about her and Paul's relationship. And she did the same same thing, immediately started crying. And her eyes did tear up. But I just don't believe it. I don't believe that she was going to say yes. I don't believe that she was hurt. And then they go back and forth on him saying that she didn't he didn't think she was going to be a good mom. And Zach really came to his defense and Paul is also very well spoken but Paul is just like didn't seem to give a fuck like it's so crazy he probably really fucked Micah up in the sense that like he is so nerdy and should have never rejected her in the first place yet here he is doing that like not giving her the time of day which probably just makes him want her makes him makes her want him even more and also (laughs) Paul and Zach are like the same person they posted this video together on Instagram of like Paul getting arrested and Zach coming to his defense Zach is in a sweatshirt jeans and flip-flops I'm gonna post it at what the chalk what the chuck podcast but I'm worried that he's gonna see it and then he's gonna say something I feel bad making fun of him now after reading about his childhood okay I do have a heart um Vanessa made a comment about Paul and Zach because Zach was like, yeah, we had a long talk the night before the wedding. She's like, I'm sure anytime you two talk, it's it's a long talk. Vanessa just annoys me like she doesn't ask the questions that we all want to know. She kept like I get that (laughs) it in a sense, they probably thought while they were recording it was live. Um, so I don't know how it's normally filmed, like if she's able to go back and like re-say things that she said. But like when she started talking about how there were rumors that Marshall potentially is like gay because Jackie was calling him sweet, and, like insinuating that some of his actions made him come off that way. Vanessa Lachey was really tiptoeing around like what Jackie was insinuating instead of just saying it, which is just such a weird thing to me. Um, I just feel like she doesn't ask the questions that we want to know. They did address some of the TikTok rumors like they brought up the TikTok of Paul grazing the bridesmaid's butt. And he was like, there's absolutely nothing going on there. I bumped her shoulder on the way out. I was tapping her to like say sorry. And yes, it landed on her butt. Yeah, she had a weird reaction, but there's absolutely nothing going on there. So they basically called out all the TikTok rumors. But other than that, Vanessa Lachey is just annoying. Like quit asking people when they're having kids. Quit just like with a super, I, I don't, I just didn't like, I just didn't like anything. And I feel like the people on the stage don't like them either. Like she was talking about Marshall giving an eyebrow and he like had a response and her response back was like just super aggro I don't know and then the whole Jackie and Josh thing they seem to be doing great they have a dog they have a fish they live together like I was not expecting them to be thriving Josh also said that he was super aggressive when they first met because he was cutting weight for a fight and so he just hadn't eaten enough and alcohol got to him and that's why he was like all up in Marshall's face Marshall seems to be doing okay he's gonna be just fine he's out here on Instagram he's out here on TikTok he's gonna have a new girl in no time Brett and um, Tim 
Tiffany, I mean, they're just perfect. There's nothing really to say about them. Bliss and Zach seem to be doing really well. Bliss is just so calm, cool, collected, mature. I don't know. The whole thing was a letdown. There's nothing like, oh, my God, I can't believe no new revelations besides the fact that all the couples are still together that were married at the altar. Like nothing crazy happened. So Netflix, you got our hopes up for this live reunion and then you let us down by not playing it. Then you made us wait to build the anticipation and ended up being a huge fucking letdown. Like I just don't try to do a live reunion next time. I do like that we didn't get like crazy editing. I'm assuming that it's what we saw as you know, how it basically went down and that they didn't go in and edit too much because that takes days, right? So I'm assuming that none of it, like nothing got a bad edit and maybe that's why it was anticlimactic because normally they add all these crazy edits that makes everything seem like 10 times more dramatic than it actually is. I don't know. I don't I started following all of, them on Inst- all of them on Instagram. Well, mostly all of them. So we'll see how long that lasts. I have a feeling it won't last very long. I cannot wait for the Kings game tonight. I'm so excited. I'm like so into watching the games. It's been a while since I've really paid attention. We just don't have them on here in the house. Obviously, I used to go to the games all the time. I used to have season tickets. But after watching that game on Saturday night, like I'm in the mood. I'm getting a wax tonight. I'm going to take the dogs for a walk when I get home, even though my back is literally killing me. I've sat down on the floor and done tons of stretches today. If you know any good stretches for your hamstrings, lower lower back, send them my way because I've been stretching on and off all day while using the Theragun. And like I get relief for a little bit but like sitting here right now is killing me it's like it's real bad all right so a couple things I want to touch on before I stop (laughs) um and then I'll also watch the rest of Love is Blind and talk about that as well. But uh, I signed up to be, so I was supposed to have an event the day of the MS walk, which was such a letdown, but it got canceled. So I'm going to be doing the MS walk again this year. Mary Lynn's Marchers. Um, I'm going to put the link in my bio. So it'll be under the flow page where all the links to my products are. And I looked at that for the first time, like from a phone view. And I didn't realize that the links were all crazy all over the page, like sp- spread out like somewhere at the top somewhere in the middle somewhere at the bottom so I put them all at the bottom like under everything else that's linked at the top so I'll put the link for the MS walk at the top Um, it's this coming Saturday so if you guys want to walk you can register on my team if you want to donate I'm trying to raise $500 so every little bit helps Uh, someone donated anonymously today so if that's someone that's listening I appreciate you so much I'm really looking forward to it. I used to do this every year in the last couple of years. It just hasn't worked out the pandemic. And then I think we were gone last year. So I'm really excited to do it again. And then also, you guys remember a while back, I was trying to reconnect with this girl who um, was always at the convalescent hospital that my mom was at. Her grandma was there. We used to play when we were little and we lost touch. And then I posted a picture of us on my Instagram and a couple people knew her and put us in touch. And we went to lunch. I want to say it was almost a year ago. Sabrina. Okay, so she has a shop where actually let me just pull it up because I'm going to jumble my words here because I want to get it right. Okay, she pulled, I pulled up her website. Um, She has a business with her husband and I wanted to read like verbatim the about me on her website. So as fellow earth lovers who try our best to choose sustainable products in our personal lives, we noticed how small the market was when trying to find what we deem ethical and eco-friendly products. We are proud of the effort put into obtaining materials that are sustainable as we can find. Research and sourcing is a never ending task. So as we grow with more knowledge, so will our shop. We look forward to growing our inventory of products made from materials that we can all feel good about. And a while ago, she posted um, 
that you could like customize keychains with like if you have a podcast or like a song, you could put your logo on the front and then a link on the back or a barcode so that you can pull up your podcast. And I this has been at the back of my mind for months. And at first I was like, oh, I'm just going to order a bunch of these and then people can buy them for me. But the more that I thought about it, I was like, what would be a better idea is if I had people go straight to her shop because maybe there's something that she can make that you want to customize, a gift. I mean, her Etsy shop is amazing. You'll see it all. I'm going to link it under What the Chuck podcast. You'll also find it under Megan Rage Radio. If you click my flow page where I link my products, where I link my podcast stuff, just where I link anything that I want you to see. I'm going to link her Etsy shop um, so that you can order what the Chuck podcast keychains. I mean, you can order anything you want. If there's something that you want to buy as like a gift or you have an idea, feel free. She has um, stuff that's available for purchase. She does custom orders. So you can inquire about that. But I'm really excited because I've had like little keychains before with just my logo. But these are really special because Sabrina made them. They have my logo on the front that are it's they're so cute. You have to find you have to look at them at what the Chuck podcast. So she actually has a link to buy these keychains on her Etsy shop. I will put that link up in my bio. So on the front is my logo and then on the back is a barcode and it'll open up my podcast um, in Apple. Hopefully you guys all have iPhones. If you don't still buy a keychain because it's super cute. And next time you're out and you're having drinks or dinner with your friends, they're like, do you have a good podcast? You can just flip over your keychain. They can scan it and subscribe to my podcast. It's so freaking cute. I'm obsessed with the idea. I'm obsessed with her shop. I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed that we were able to collab on this. So at any point, if you want to buy one of these keychains, again, I've linked her Etsy shop uh, to my profile. You can see what this keychain looks like at What the Chuck Podcast. I'm so excited about it. I like have a handful myself. I put one on my keychain. I obviously gave one to Brett. I'm going to give one to my dad. I'm going to give one to Brett's parents. It's just such a good idea for like my... Hello, the best merch I've ever had. I've had all this other weird, like janky merch. This is the best merch I've ever had. The only merch that I need. You know, I love a keychain. I'm so glad that my keys, I don't have to put my ignition. I don't have to put my keys in the ignition. I remember back when I did, my dad would always be like, you're going to have problems with your car. You have too many keychains. Now I don't have to do that. So I can have as many keychains as I want. And you should see the size of my key ring, which is probably contributing to my back problems from when I have to lug my purse around. But seriously, I'm like so obsessed with this new keychain. I'm so excited that it's also available to you. So please support me. Please support Sabrina's Etsy shop and order these freaking keychains because they're so cute and I'm obsessed with them and I'm going to wear them as earrings. Ooh, that's not a bad. That's not a bad. Well, I mean, it is a bad idea because I couldn't wear that. They would be really heavy. And obviously I can't fit a key ring through the hole in my ear. But like what the Chuck earrings with the barcode on the back. OK, she probably couldn't get my logo on something that small. But just spitballing here. Just spitballing. Tuesday. I did a Pilates class on my lunch break today. And I'm not kidding. I thought I was going to die at one point. So um, Kaylin texted me, I think yesterday and was like, do you want to do noon tomorrow? Jasmine's teaching. And I was like, what? Yes. So Jasmine used to she's like the owner's sister and she used to, she might even be a partial owner I'm not really sure but she used to um teach back in the day when she lived here but I think she lives in Southern California now and so she pops in like every once in a while but it's been 
so long since I've taken one of her classes. Like back to when the expo location was still open. Like it's been years for me. So I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> Legit. As soon as the class starts, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. I forgot how like she is stern. Like most people, and she does say the same things. Most people are like, not a lot of breaks given, you know, throughout class. Like the goal is to not leave the room or whatever. And most people don't really like, um, I don't know. They kind of let you do your own thing. Like if you need to sit on your mat, like they'll let you. And she does too, but she like really tries to push you. Like she's like, how do you want to leave this class today? Like I, I can't explain it. She's got the juice, the the Pilates fucking juice. I wish every class could be like that. Because like if I don't burn 600 calories, I don't fucking want it. I burned so many calories, but I was also contemplating my life like it was so hot. There was one point where I think she knew that people were struggling like no one was doing it. We were doing jumping jacks with a kettlebell. It was a kettlebells class, a kettlebell kettleotties. And she like opened the door at one point to get us a breeze in. And when the class was over, someone was like, open the door for the love of God. <laughs> like it was intense. One guy left with like more than 20 minutes left um and it is like a no break like she is not giving breaks you are back to back and you are moving from the second you come out of grounding like there is no like grab a water towel off like some people give you a sec not jasmine not up in here and i like was done thinking like i wish every like i wish like i felt like i was gonna die at the end of every class because in reality, that's what I go for unless I don't like unless I'm going for like a yoga class or something that I know is going to be a little bit more key. But if I'm going to Pilates, especially a, a Kettleotis class, whoo, I better leave feeling the way that I left today, feeling the way that I felt when I left today. And I was like even questioning it. So I've never had to circle the block to find parking. Like normally sometimes it's a struggle, but I could find it. I had to circle the block three times and finally go up hella blocks, pay for parking just to get to this class. And I was like, what the fuck? And then once the class started going, I was like, oh, everyone realized the wrath that Jasmine was going to bring today. So everyone wants to be here. Makes total sense. Luckily, Kaylin got there early and she put down a mat for me in my favorite spot, which is by the door so I could get the breeze. And she also got me a like a 10 pound kettlebell, which ended up being too light for something. So I went and got like a, a heavier kettlebell. I couldn't see how I that's one of the problems. Like it's dark in there. So I can never see the weight that I'm picking up. Like I have no clue. I was looking at it. And I was like, well, this feels heavy. I have no clue how heavy it is. But oh, my God, I'm not kidding. We were doing burpees to push ups to I, 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 I don't even know what we were. I don't to jumping jacks with our bell, to squats, to squat press. I, I It was it was no joke, but I'm feeling feeling it. I feel good right now. All my calories are met for the day. I came home and scarfed down my cold Trader Joe's salad. Whew, it just feels good. I got I got energy, you know? I don't even I don't even know if we're going to take the dogs for a walk tonight cuz Brett wants to go to Nordstrom Rack to return the shorts that I bought him and last night he came up here or no, might might have been this morning. He was like, "Um, are these supposed to be like this?" He showed me the shoes that I bought him. They are completely different shoes. They are well, they're the same shoe but different. Like they look very similar. It's funny. This little old lady was checking me out at 
uh, Nordstrom Rack and she was adorable. And when we walked away, I was like, I said to Lolly, I was like, she reminds me of my mom, like what my mom would maybe look like now. She was like, yes. Anyway, she was so sweet. And I was like, we were talking about how I had a limit. Brett told me, gave me a limit of what I could spend on Sunday for my birthday, but how none of that counted because none of the stuff at Nordstrom was for me. And so uh, actually, I lie. There was one thing in the bag for me, a pair of sandals, but they were like $30. So that doesn't fucking count. So I didn't count anything from Nordstrom stores my total because I mean please so um I was telling her I was like all this for my husband I was like the shoes I was like I don't even know what brand those shoes are I've never seen that brand before she's like oh they're the Nordstrom brand she's like we started out as a shoe store and we were like oh the more you know so um yeah they're two different shoes they look very similar but they are different and he was like they're so nice too like they're cushiony I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen like when we go back like I didn't see any more of that shoe like are they gonna give us a refund will they let us just keep these shoes and give us a refund like I don't really know what the game plan's gonna be I was like I mean if they significantly discount them you might as well just keep them and Brett's like no it's embarrassing and I'm like you can't no one's got how would they know I'm like you you're you're literally using them to take walks he's like yeah but what about when I go to the gym I'm like you fucking care too much about what other people think sometimes I do sometimes I do but sometimes he does. It just depends on the situation. We're a little far removed from it now. So I'm just going to tell you. On Friday night, we went to dinner. We went to Cosba. Did I already tell you? I, I'm sure I didn't tell you this because it was it was a hot point to the weekend. And um, <clears throat> Brett has, you know, in England, they don't tip. Like if you have a really nice, nice meal, like you might leave like a little something, something. But ain't no 20% happening up in there. So we went to dinner on Friday night. And Brett like wakes up and like reads Reddit or forums. And then he also talks to people that we know that tell him like conflicting information. Like you only tip on the food. You don't tip on the alcohol, blah, 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 blah. So we got the bill and we were there for a long time and Brett didn't tip and we got good service. Brett didn't tip as much as I thought that he should have. And he was like, we're not tipping on the alcohol. Like I, I. I, he signed the bill and I wanted to this is one of those moments where I was embarrassed he signed the bill and I was like should we go because I didn't want her to come grab it not like it was there was mo- I mean it was money and that's Brett's perspective like Brett's like anyone in America should be happy that they're getting anything like you guys go way fucking overboard and so um it caught like this I was ignoring him the rest of the night because I was like no because I am such like an over tipper um so we are on two opposite sides of the spectrum like I probably tip too much sometimes and I've been trying to get better about that but it's also hard because I get a lot of services from my friends um anyways so Brett gets embarrassed about mismatched shoes which I don't think is a big deal and I get embarrassed when I don't think the tip is sufficient and Brett does not have a problem with that because he was conditioned and he grew up not leaving tips so it just baffles his mind like I'm sure that I've told you guys this guys this before but like in the very beginning when I would get my hair done like probably when I didn't have a job because I wasn't working I got fired from my job right when Brett moved here and he wasn't working so like I would go get my hair done and Brett would be like it was how much he's like in England if you have a friend that does a service like they're hooking you up and I'm like no here you are buying goods from your friends or goods and services to support their business and you're leaving a tip like it's just so different So I don't know what's going to happen with the saga of the shoes. We'll find out. But I love I mean, they were kind of cheap. They were 40 bucks. I don't think he's going to find another pair of shoes 
um, that are such good quality. The problem is he walks so much every day. He walks like three miles in the morning and then two and a half miles with me at night. And um, he has, you know, he had hip surgery when he was young and he walks sometimes with a limp depending on the weather. And so I just think that he he wears the shoe, like the sole of the shoe down on one of his feet. And so there, he gets holes in his shoes super easily. And I'm like, why don't you just spend like $80 on a pair of shoes instead of buying, you know, he'll get like the Costco Adidas or something. And I'm like, you're just spending more money in the end. But Brett's all about the right now. What am I spending right now? He doesn't look at the big picture. He's like the money guy. He's the one that's frugal. I'm the one like, it's fine. Like last night I went to go get my wax and a Brazilian and an eyebrow. And um, she also sells the products that I need for my face. So I can't just go to Target or whatever for my face stuff because it's medical grade. And I also can't see in the bottles to how cl- how close I am from being out because they're not clear. So I can just guess based on how long it normally takes me to get through. And I only see her once a month. Like if I run out, I'm fucked. I could go pick something up, but oh, it's just a hassle. So I needed sunscreen I needed face wash, I needed my moisturizer, and I needed these exfoliating pads. And when I used to go get my facials um, with the girl that did my eyelashes, she charges a lot more for the products. Like it's, you know, the estheticians buy them from Lyra and then they put whatever profit on them. And I didn't realize until last night how much cheaper it is to get it like from magenta so i got all that stuff for like 170 but i transferred money in our account to cover that and he's like what are you what are you doing and it hadn't come out yet because it was venmo and i'm like well we have like stuff to get through because our tax money just came out today and we try to transfer everything that's in our account into the savings right before we get paid so that um just any excess just a good way to save it's just always been our method But Brett would have been like, what did you buy if he would have seen the charge last night? And I would have had to explain to him, whereas uh, he probably saw it today and was like, what the fuck is that? Because it's a Venmo and he'll hear it on my podcast what I bought. And that's really going to be the end of that. I need it. The pads that I bought, I only have to buy them three times a year. The face wash, I have to buy like, I don't know, probably like four times a year. (sighs) And it's cheaper than I was buying it before. I was really thinking about it the other day. Like my massages and stuff, like how sometimes I feel guilty because they're expensive. But like I was getting my eyelashes done every other week for like $75. That is a freaking grip. That's so expensive. I cannot believe. I mean, I can't think about it because I'll spiral. But when I think about how much money I was spending on fucking eyelash extensions, it baffles me. And what's so funny is like into the thick of it. I was in the thick of it, but so was Brett. I remember when I got him out, Brett was like, oh, you should get him back in. He's pr- the reason that I got him back in the second time. But I think now we can all comfortably say that we're used to uh, looking at my face like this. All right. A couple things. Um, I am. Oh, before we get into the in in into it, I and like anxiously awaiting our water bill. Last month it came on the 17th and I don't have it yet. It comes to my email and I'm like trying to log on, but it needs my account number and I don't get a paper bill. So I don't have my account number. It's like a vicious circle. It says it doesn't recognize my email address, but I'm like, hello, you guys email me a bill every month. So I don't fucking get it, but I'm dying to know how much it's going it, to, it's, it costs us or it's, we're going to have to pay for filling up the pool. Like I'm on the edge of my seat. No one's more excited to get a bill than me because I'm just always like, how much is it? <laughs> uh, okay. 
Let's get into some low-key entertainment news. Uh, a couple things about Love is Blind that I don't think I brought up yesterday. They did the little apartment tour. I don't think I'd watched this part yet. Um, Brett was like, this is our living room when he was in the kitchen. I'm like, mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, and everyone's places looked super modest except for Chelsea and Kwame. Like, what the fuck do they do and why do they have that view? It is stunning. There is no way that's cheap. Um, I cannot believe that they let Zach, Zach sing again. And I cannot believe that Bliss is not embarrassed. I cannot believe Bliss is not embarrassed. I would be embarrassed if someone did that in private, let alone on national TV, not maybe not TV streaming. And the reason that the live reunion didn't happen is because so many people are trying to watch that Netflix's servers crashed. So a lot of people saw that song. A lot of fucking people. I also don't think that I brought up the fact that Jackie uh, has the ring still. That was a huge shock to me when they brought that up. Because like I said, on Bachelor, they take it from you. Like, you ain't getting married. We're taking the ring back. So it makes me feel like cubic zirconians just like a real diamond. I'm like, is it a real diamond? Because why would Netflix let you keep it? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And also, like, is Jackie keeping it for like, is is she going to let that be the ring that Josh proposes to her with? Because I'm kind of getting those vibes. I don't I don't know. I'm just seeing all the TikToks of like people that are hating on Vanessa Lachey for just being so cringe. Um, and I totally agree. And I, I, I saw a video today that had some interesting perspective. And it was from this woman who's done a lot of TV production. And she just said that Vanessa Lachey doesn't have the active listening quality. So she's not listening to any what anyone is saying. So she's not picking up on the cues. She's not asking follow up questions. She's interrupting. She's asking things that are off topic. They, she said that she's really good at reading the teleprompter but that's about it and I feel like with all this backlash Netflix Netflix has to see it I mean obviously they're on TikTok they brought it up multiple times during the reunion so they're going to be seeing how people are feeling about Nick and Vanessa Lachey which in all honesty I don't think Nick was that bad like he did ask some questions towards the end I'm like yes Nick way to pull through for what the people want to know it's Vanessa that's really the problem but I do think that they could they could get some better hosts for this. I don't really know who like the girl from the circle is so fucking funny. Like her jokes, uh, her banter, like all of it is so good. They need to get someone like that that actually has like a personality. <laughs> um, OK, what was the other thing? Oh, oh, love. OK, I hate when shows do this and, th- and they never turn out good. So I don't even know why they're doing this. Um, love Island, the the Peacock version is getting a spinoff. It's going to be called the Love Island Games. And it's a reality series set to launch in the fall of 2023. And it's going to bring Islanders from the US, UK and Australia for a second shot of love. The Love Island Games are already so stupid. Like I that's the worst part of the episodes. So if it's just going to be games like that, like like the challenge winter games, I never watched those. I did not like them. So I just don't feel like this is going to be a successful idea. It makes me feel like this is a baby of the uh, of the focus group that I could have been a part of if I didn't have this podcast. Remember, I applied to be on the focus group and then I had this great call and then they said they would have to make sure because I'm on the radio and I have a podcast and they fucking shot me down. Well, what hoo-hahs did you have on the call that led to this? Because it's a fucking terrible idea. The Peacock um, version of Love Island needs a wa- needs a lot of work first like it was not good you need to perfect that before you try to branch off into a spin-off show I, uh, uh, 
I'm not into it at all. Uh, let's talk about that Kings game last night. Oh, I'm so into it. I'm so into it. I was so not into it for such a long time. Brett moved here. He wasn't into basketball. I didn't have my season tickets anymore. We just, like sports just wasn't a thing because he watched, you know, soccer rugby and I just wasn't carving out time to like watch the Kings games. But now that like he's into it and I'm back into it, like it's so fun to watch together. My favorite thing in life is to be on Twitter while these games are on. Like it's just bringing me back to when I used to be like just in the thick of it. And it was just so fun to watch last night. I cannot wait for Thursday's game. I'm like, okay, we'll go on the walk and we'll come home and we'll watch it. And it's also just so funny that we were like, we watched half of it downstairs and then got in bed and like watched the other half in bed. I'm like, it's as if we're watching shows because we're in bed. Like, how weird is it to be watching basketball in bed? All right, you guys, um, don't forget the keychain. <laughs> you got to order one. Please support me. Support Sabrina. That way, when you're out talking about what podcast you listen to with the guy that's hitting on you at the bar, the girl, you can just spin your little keychain over, tell him to do a little swiperoo of the barcode, a little pickaroo, and uh, boom, I have a new listener. And it's just cute and support local businesses. And yeah, this is like the best merch that I've ever I've ever given you. So capitalize on that, please, for the love of God. Uh, it, to honor my 150th episode, please. Fucking buy a keychain. All right. Um, as some love is blind stuff comes out, I don't know. I feel kind of feel like we're at the end of our rope with it. I don't know if anything else is going to come out. But surely, surely we're going to get another season by the end of the year. They're really cranking these out. I feel like this season came out so close to the previous season and it was filmed a year ago. So I don't know. I feel like we'll get a new one before the end of the year and we'll have a whole new slew of characters that we can hate, even though they're real people. And I feel bad for hating some of them, a.k.a. Zach. I take back all the shit that I talked, most of the shit that I talked about. I hope you dance. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.